Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun, week-ending hit of sport. Today, Sam Kerr collects her one millionth accolade of the season. The order for the inaugural BBL draft is set, and the AFL set to take the grand final parade to the boats. But first... Right now, we have four English Premier League sides in Australia. Crystal Palace, Aston Villa, Leeds United and the big daddy... Manchester United. The four teams are currently here on pre-season tours, playing friendlies against one another and A-League teams. The soccer community is absolutely buzzing, and they should be. But that buzz apparently isn't enough for Football Australia. They want to make sure that only the soccer community is having fun, and no one else. Vince Regari writes for the City Morning Herald that Football Australia will be looking to force all future visiting clubs to commit to what's being termed the No Sharon Rule. Essentially, Football Australia won't sign off on teams such as Man United and Leeds being able to travel here to play games unless they agree to not engage in any PR opportunities involving other sports. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Unfortunately, I am. It comes off the back of several PR events involving Man U young star Marcus Rashford, who, in one particular photo, was made to hold a Sharon. And it's that image that has left certain soccer people seething about why Rashford was wasting his time on cross-code promotional activities and not spending time doing soccer promotional activities. Damn it, I hate that photo. But apparently, Football Australia agree and in the future are set to closely scrutinise any publicity plans of visiting teams before giving the green light to their arrival. You may enter. The AFL Grand Final Parade, a tradition dating back to 1977 where the two teams sit in the backs of an open-topped car or, more recently, in the trays of utes and wave at fans who've lined the streets eager to catch a glimpse of elite athletes sitting on their asses. They're not doing anything. But this year, it's all about to change. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Everybody look at me because I'm sailing on a boat. The strong word is that the AFL is set to take the parade from the streets of Melbourne to the waterways of Melbourne. It'll stay in the city, of course. It's just that the players will be aboard boats floating down the river past fans lined up on the banks of the Yarra. It's a river cruise. AFL CEO Gil McLaughlin suggested the river would be a more family-friendly option, allowing people to sit on the grassy banks rather than standing on crowded footpaths. And it would also reduce the need for road closures in Melbourne CBD on the day of the parade. Today's our draft! It's the innovation that Cricket Australia hopes breathes new life into the upcoming Big Bash League this summer. A draft where the BBL teams will get to pick from over 170 international cricketers, such as South African Faf Du Plessis and West Indian heavy hitter Kyron Pollard. And Pollard takes strike and whacks it straight to the boundary. One and over the fence. The big man has lived up to the reputation. And while the draft won't take place until the end of August, what has been decided is the order in which teams will pick. So... Who scored that coveted number one spot? Through an NBA-style weighted lottery, which essentially rewards the worst teams from last season, the Melbourne Renegades have landed that crucial first pick after finishing stone motherless last with just three wins last season. The Melbourne Stars will pick second, the Brisbane Heat third, and the surprise packet, the Sydney Sixers, who were runners-up in last year's tournament, scored the fourth pick. What's a nice surprise? Hey, Sam Kerr. In the same week, she broke new ground by becoming the first ever female player to appear on the cover of the international edition of the EA Sports FIFA game. 
Kerr has landed yet another trophy for her mantelpiece. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2022 ESPY Awards. Kerr was crowned the best international athlete in women's football yesterday at the ESPY Awards in LA. It's the third time Kerr has claimed the award and adds yet another honour to what will go down as one of the all-time great seasons from any individual player. So it's Kerr going, she's onside as well here, Sam Kerr. He's Kerr for three, oh my word! What an unbelievable goal from Sam Kerr! This season, Kerr became Australia's all-time leading scorer at international level, claimed back-to-back Golden Boot awards with Chelsea in the Women's Super League on her way to winning both the title and the FA Cup. And she's also a finalist for the most coveted individual award in women's football, the Ballon d'Or. A little dirtier in French. (laughs) Actually, in English, it means golden ball. How rude. But seriously, I don't know where Sam Kerr's living at the moment, but I think she's going to need a place with a bigger trophy room. And that is your fast fun hit of sport for Friday the 22nd of July. I'm Liam Flanagan. Enjoy your weekend of sport. I'll catch you Monday on The Scorecard. Listener.